Hi there, my name's Kane. I'm 23 years of age and I'm a gambling addict. I have been for roughly the last five years and the last time I gambled was just under two and a half months ago. Um, so, as we've been doing uh, recently, just before we get into the episode, I just wanted to say again, uh, thank you so much for the continued support. Um, uh, I'll continue to say, even though people might be getting sick of it, the support for it has blown me away. Um, and it's just made me want to continue doing this. Um, and it's been really a bit selfish for me, but I'll say it, it's been really helpful for me, uh, being able to kind of talk about these things and... Um, Look into issues more surrounding addiction and gambling um, than you don't necessarily think of. Um, so we'll start episode four off uh, with just how uh, I'm doing. Uh, I spoke a little bit, I don't know if it was the last episode or the episode before, um, just touching on um, what I'm trying to do in terms of my CPT therapy, in terms of getting a structure around my life. Um that's helping me a fair bit in terms of trying to structure my days. Um, now, one thing, I'm not too sure if I covered this, but one thing I also tried to cover was in terms of trying to get back into hobbies and <clears throat> doing things that uh, I like doing or finding time to do things that I care about. Um, and what this podcast has enabled me to do is use that energy and um, turn or try to turn... Um, something that I don't like about myself and something that I, I can't control at times into a positive um, and use some of that kind of, that drive to to put it into this podcast. So that's what I've been trying to do uh, this week. That's why this episode has been a kind of a bit, a little bit delayed rather than being put out early on in the week because I've just been doing a bit of reading um, and a fair bit of reading just about certain aspects of gambling, um, certain things uh, within the addiction itself, and the similarities that I didn't necessarily think of between substance abuse and gambling abuse, um, because there are quite a lot of similarities, and what that's raised has, in my opinion, anyway, just uh, from reading a lot, um, is that I'm, I'm a bit confused in my mind just reading through loads of you know newspaper articles and um studies that different universities have carried out in america and berlin the uk over the last kind of 10 to 15 years and why none of these things of why nothing's changed and why the gambling industry is only growing and you know no one's really talking about um or putting kind of the necessary steps in place for people that have issues. Now, of course, there's fantastic organisations and charities and, and uh, you know, you've got GA meetings, you've got um, gamblers uh, clinics, the people that can get referred to to get help. Uh, you can do CBT therapy, which is what I'm doing, even though it's not necessarily for gambling specifically. Um, there are things in place, um, but I just think from reading... Uh, and looking into addiction and gambling a little bit more um i just i'm i'm a little bit confused as to why you know you've got certain instances like um it obviously when you have a drug addiction there's steps in place you can go to rehab um you can there's you can get forms of medication prescribed to you to wean you off certain forms of substances um but yet, for some reason, gambling addiction, it seems a lot harder, even though there's a lot of similarities between that and substance addiction. Um, 
and I'm a little bit just it's just confused me a bit and I just I wanted to kind of put that out there and speak about that this episode because I wanted to get your guys opinion on this you know do you think there are a lot of similarities between um gambling addiction and substance abuse addiction now obviously I know it's completely different because the difficulty is of course is that you know whoever's listening to this out there you could put you know a a five pound bet on and you'd be absolutely fine but then obviously someone who struggles with gambling addiction and problem gambling or compulsive gambling um however you want to call it can't do that um so obviously I, I can see where those are obviously the clear differences but um just reading certain things like for instance um Something I wanted to talk about um, was this thing called nor. Uh, I hope I hope I'm saying this correctly. Noradrenaline, um, which is an organic chemical, <clears throat> which is found uh, in all humans. Um, it's connected to stress. Uh, it flags up. It's connected to uh, adrenaline, obviously thrills. Um, and a study was carried out um, in America, and people. Um, some problem gamblers have lower levels of noradrenaline than normal people who can gamble. Um, so, effectively, what they were saying is is that during the study, they found that, that using gambling or uh, a form of gambling uh, is a way in, in terms of releasing that and kind of boosting their noradrenaline levels. So, from reading that, that makes you think, um, you know, that's kind of that's someone trying to get something in their system, trying to make them feel something, trying to make them feel a high. And, you know, just speaking from personal experiences, um, you know, I do want to keep a level of privacy throughout this podcast, but I will be as honest and as open as possible. And just from my personal experiences, you know, when you are doing it and when you are caught in that trap and that circle uh, and you're doing it, like I've said before, you know, you zone out and um, you don't think about anything. You're almost in this like little, this, this buzz, this, and everything kind of just fuzzes away and you're, you're, you're just caught in this loop of, of gambling. And when you come out of it, you, you know, you just feel awful. You feel, you just feel tired. You feel weak. You feel disgusted. Um, and is that i mean i i i've never been addicted to a to a drug necessarily um so i can't speak on that but just is that is that similar is that kind of the effects that you would have if you're coming off a drug um and that's why i said in the first episode and i've put it in the description of this podcast is talking about the drug that is gambling because i do believe it is a drug um and the difficulty of that is, is kind of trying to speak about that and trying to get across that it is a drug for some people because, you know, I read that about um, neuroadrenaline and about it, you people using it and to to essentially make yourself feel a high, make you feel these feelings, make you feel these chemicals in your in your system that are that are giving you these feelings and, you know it it's kind of just it's 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 baffled me a bit because it's made me kind of see a lot of similarities between gambling addiction and substance addiction that i didn't necessarily think there there was um and that's kind of why there's been a bit of a delay in this because 
just from reading these things, I've been trying to think of a way to put this across this episode across in a way that um, I'm not trying to say that every every addiction is different, regardless of what it is. Um, but there are just some similarities uh, between gambling addiction and drug addiction. Um, and the difficulty of <clears throat> gamblers trying to get help, and even though it's not um, a drug addiction, there isn't kind of, there isn't, I, in my opinion, there should be better steps for gamblers. Um, I've spoken about it before, but I still don't think it's right. You know, for someone who has an issue with gambling, um, you shouldn't be in a position where, uh, you're watching a football match or you're watching the TV or, uh, you're watching anything, uh, be it normal, non-sporting or sporting, uh, and you're just presented with non-stop bombardments of gambling, and yet the only thing that is there is gamble responsibly, or when the fun stops, stop, and all of this, and it, it's, that's all well and good, but why, but you, re, with the greatest of respect, someone who's struggling with a drug addiction doesn't have to sit there and watch the TV, and gets, you know, whatever substance they're addicted to plastered all over the screen, and get shoved in their faces 24-7. And I don't think that's fair, and I don't think that's right. And I'm not stupid, you know, I don't think that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and things like that are going to change, because I've said it before and I'll say it again, that the gambling industry makes billions and billions of pounds, you know, all across the world. It's huge, the amount of money it it feeds into the government, into society... So it's not going to change. I just don't think it's right. Am I naive for not thinking it's right? Probably, because I'm the one that has an issue. But I don't think you could honestly say that it's necessarily fair for someone that has an issue, be it an issue that a lot of other people don't struggle with and can not struggle with, but they have a they have a struggle and they have a problem and they have to be presented with it every single day and they're presented with enticements to do it every single day. Because for people like myself, for people out there that are listening to this, it is a drug for them. It does have the same effects as a drug. And yet we are presented with it constantly. We're given enticements to do it. That's not fair. I should, have an, I should have a choice. Rather than me just saying, you know what, I don't want to do this. I should also have the choice not to want to see it. On social media, I should have a choice not to see it. On TV, I should have a choice not to see it. It's something that's negative and is bad for my life and my well-being. For my loved ones, for my family. You know, it, this addiction came very close to destroying everything that I loved. Everything. And yet I've got to sit here and just be presented with it day in, day out. And all I've got to do is just put a brave face on and say, you know what, I want to be a better person and I want to try and fight this. But for some people out there, it's, that, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. Some people physically can't control it. I couldn't control it. I couldn't control the urge to do it. I was a liar. I was a manipulative liar. Anything I could do to 
to gamble next or or to get a you know to try and get an up in gambling, I would do it. And it's only to it's only to come into the brink of absolute collapse that you have to kind of that you you kind of have a realization. And you say, you know what, this is getting out of hand now. I need to try and fix this. And I know I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here, but just from speak, just from looking into <clears throat> and reading about gambling more, and the issues that gamblers face day in day out, and the and the medical aspect of it, and the fact that it does have an actual medical effect on you, why is it okay for it to be presented and just plastered everywhere? It's not. It's not right. It's not right. And like, and I'm like I said, I'm not expecting that to change, but I need to just put. My, I wanted to just put my opinion out there on, a bit more on this because I spoke about this before, but I don't think I kind of I wasn't confident enough to speak about it uh, as in depth of the, as I wanted to. And doing a few of these now, reading about it a bit more, uh, I just feel more confident in doing so. Um, and don't get me wrong, I, I fully. I can expect people will disagree with me on this in terms of it's not it's it's not an issue for for a lot of people and I get that but it, it, I just I, I don't think I don't think it's right you know for for gamblers who who struggle with it day in day out it's not right but if you want to look at the another thing I, w- I wanted to talk about and try, try and let's try and stay on track uh, here. What, another thing I wanted to talk about was linking that into the whole uh, kind of putting it <clears throat> online and stuff, um, and you kind of see gambling everywhere. Um, if gambling does have a medical uh, effect on a lot of problem gamblers and compuls- compulsive gamblers, where does that you know? Where does that start from then? Because I've I've spoken about this a bit in terms of where does it start, the gambling, where does it start? But, you know, from a young age, if you're seeing this on TV, I don't care from what age you are, early teens, if you're just being presented with this in terms of gambling, a gambling culture, a gambling society, you it's just normalised. So then if it's normalised, then when do you realise you've got a problem when you're doing it? It's one thing I'm starting to realise is that it's just an end for people that have an issue with gambling. It's just an endless cycle. You just you're just there. You're just caught in a loop of just just in an endless cycle of just you get money. You just you just you spend it all. Uh, then as soon as you get some more money, spend it all, spend it all. Then you get to the point of absolute no return, and then you have to hold your hands up and say you've got a problem. And at that point, you either say you've got a problem and you try and do something about it, or, you know, some more time goes by and then you gamble again, which is what happens to me on many occasions. There's many a times over the last couple of years I thought, you know what, this is bad, this is out of hand. A couple of months go by, I get complacent and I do it again. So if... Gambling is just presented anywhere and there's no form of, you know, like in terms of youth and in terms of kids that are under 18, if there's no kind of filter, then it's just normalised. And it, it and it's clearly is normalised on purpose so that, you know, as many people will spend their money on it as possible. 
and I'm not kind of this is one thing I, I wanted to make sure that I didn't do in this podcast. I'm not trying to say anyone out there who is who gambles or who does it in a day out a day in day in day out basis, but you do it casually and you do it for a bit of fun. I'm not saying it's wrong and I'm not saying gambling is wrong. I'm simply saying for people who have an issue with it, we should have the the I think we should have the right and the opportunity not to be presented with it. And I'm just saying that, you know, I'm just putting it out there. If kids that, you know, in 10, 5, 10 years end up having a gambling addiction problem, would it have derived from being presented with gambling day in, day out, on TV, on social media, online? Did that have a, did that have a slight effect? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But it's there. And... Just the more I'm reading and trying to talk about gambling, the the more uncomfortable it makes me feel. Because it kind of feels like no matter how hard you try and get away from it, as someone who has an issue with it, it's so hard. So hard to get away from it. Because it's there, it's everywhere. And you've just got to put a brave face on, smile, act like everything's normal and just crack on. I said it, I believe in episode two, where do we draw the line? And like I said, I'm speaking about this more in depth because I feel like I've got the confidence to speak about it more passionately, more reading more about it, more knowledgeable about it. And I just think it's wrong. So please get in touch with me if you see this on my socials um, or, you know, the, like I said, in the, all the episodes, the emails in the bio. Uh, it's let's talk about gambling at outlook.com. Um, I will. And I know I've said this before. I'm going to be doing more episodes going forward in terms of I'm going to try and do two a week going forward. Um, I'm aiming to have some guests on uh, within the next couple of weeks. Um, just so that you don't have to listen just to me talking um, and hopefully it makes a little bit more of an interesting listen. Um, but just kind of closing, I just, I hope everything that I've covered in this episode, it doesn't come across as me preaching that gambling is wrong. It's just, I believe that it's marketed and it's shoved down people's throats a little bit too much. For people that have an issue. And for those people that have an issue. We can't say no to it. You can't say no to it. You can simply. Control yourself. And at the end of the day. Control your feelings and your emotions towards it. But. You haven't really got a choice in terms of. You know what saying. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this online. I don't want to see this on TV. And I don't think that's fair. So please let me know your opinions. Um, I'm going to aim to have episode five uh, out on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, In that episode, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more um, about uh, my personal experiences. And also I'm going to talk about um, some other gamblers' um, experiences as well. Um, And one thing I kind of want to talk about in depth more which I was trying to in this episode, but unfortunately we just went off on a tangent, um, is, the, is more in-depth on the medical side of gambling and um, 
how it affects the, the, the mental psyche and how it affects your health. Um, so thank you so much for listening. So let's talk about gambling. Um, and like I said, uh, episode five will be out on Monday.